Hello and welcome to another podcast of stuff we did on the radio. Managed to make it in without getting stuck on one of the UK's major road arteries, so that's actually quite good these days. Wow, my bar is set low, isn't it? Um, so here's what we did on the radio. Edited highlights come in podcast form and it sounds like this. So it's Monday, the 25th of, I think it's April. I've not really been paying attention, but um, it's a big day for French politics. I'm sure that'll play heavily in today's show. French politics, we always do. We're always doing French politics, aren't we? Emmanuel Macron, one of my favourite films, and uh, now French president for a second term. So that's, that's all I know about that story. No, actually, I do know more. Apparently, he is the first French president to be re-elected, to actually get two terms. The first one to be re-elected for 20 years, which apparently was 2002. And when I heard that, I was like, 20 years ago is 2000... Oh, mate, I thought that was just just the other year. i still got clothes that I bought from... So anyway, the basic headline story there is, we're all getting old. Sam Smith and Normani. Normani? Here's the thing about that. That's one of those words that looks like... You know when you, you're sat on a Spanish beach and someone t- turns up and tries to flog you something? And you think, hang on, is that real? And then they've spelt the brand wrong. It, I imagine that. Someone would come up with a handbag. Normani written on it. You'd be like, that's not how you spell Armani, mate. You've got it. Uh, this close. This close. And there are not five L's in Rolex. Come on. Um, afternoon, it's time 107.5. Nice to be here. I'm Steve. Nice to be here because I, I got the train in today. I feel so much relaxed in comparison because of the big event that happened last week. Broadcasting from the M25. Today I thought, not even going to risk it. I can't do that on a Monday. So I got the train in, which admittedly gave me, what, like an 80% chance of having to do the show from a replacement bus. Didn't happen. Could have happened, but didn't happen. And we're here and we're ready to do a show. Thank you very much for uh, messages like uh, Kenny K, who says, Jolly good afternoon, Steve. Kenny K uh, here, just emailed to say hello. Oh, that's, I, got, I got that done, didn't it? Saved a stamp. Um, so hopefully you're enjoying the show so far. What are we going to talk about on today's show? I don't know. There is just so much news that's happened recently. So much to get stuck into already. We're having a big phone-in and political debate about the Russian... Not the Russian. The French election. Or the Russian one. I don't... We'll do the same amount of coverage on this show as both. I'll tell you what did happen over the weekend that I thought was very interesting. Um, There was that story in the Mail on Sunday about Angela um, Rayner. And the Mail accusing her, or saying that Boris Johnson had said, it's very confusing this, that she was trying to distract him by crossing her legs in what they called a basic instinct style, like the film. It depends what your references are. I'm of a, a generation where... My mental image is more Kenny Everett. You know, in the best possible taste, that kind of... Apparently she's doing that to try and put him off. And then it turns out it's not true and it's a ridiculous concept anyway. What? As if if somehow his eye might be turned by a lady? Ridiculous. And actually, while they're at it, stop slinging muck until you've checked out your own side. Did you see that picture of Jacob Rees-Mogg lying back, lounging on the, uh, the benches? That thirst trap. That... That sexy piece of long streak of whatever. Hey, okay. no, he's clearly trying to tempt the uh, the members of the opposite uh, party. That leggy, I think if you look at the pictures, you can almost see a little bit of sock garter. So don't give me that. You're not whiter than white. So it turns out one of the big news stories of the day might be about Angela Rayner. 
As we heard in the news at the uh, top of the hour, we heard... Quoted a Tory MP who's suggesting Angela Rayner crosses and uncrosses her legs in the Commons to distract the Prime Minister. So that is about the Sunday Mail um, comment, the, the article. It clearly can't be true, can it? Because I sit here crossing and uncrossing my legs all the time, and when we have a newsreader sat in that room, he never minds. And I know what you're thinking, Steve, that's because you're wearing trousers. Don't be so stupid. This is radio. Why would I wear... Anyway, that's not the point. What we're saying is, there was that article in the Mail on Sunday making that bizarre accusation. Lindsay Hoyle, Speaker of the House, he's not happy, he said... In being demeaning, offensive to women in Parliament, it can only deter women who might be considering standing... Well, I mean, yes, it'll deter women who are thinking of standing. More deter them of thinking of sitting. Be absolutely exhausted. But the, the claim was that it's done to distract Boris Johnson. As if that's going to put him off. Being distracted is baked in, isn't it? But anyway, according to the news, Boris Johnson said... Boris Johnson's calling the story sexist tripe. Right. Let's, can we just double-check that? Because is he saying sexist tripe or sexy tripe? Because there is a chance that's how he refers to us northerners. Can we look into that? The team's going to look into that. More on that story as it breaks. Kevin in Hornchurch says, um, I've discovered what Boris has been up to following his recent visit to India, auditioning his MPs for a part in a reworking of Vitain Tarfotman and the release of their version of Whispering Grass. Oh. That's, what, that's what he's been up to. That makes more sense now. Also, we were talking about like the big discussion of the day is about the article in the Mail on Sunday about Angela Rayner crossing her legs in a way that is uh, distracting. The only time I've ever seen anyone cross their legs in a way that's distracting, and I've I've seen Basic Instinct, but there was a woman on the on the tube once, and she I'm going to try to do it now. She crossed her legs, but then the crossed over foot also wrapped back under her other ankle. How on earth? What are you, Mr. Fantastic? How on earth did... So anyway, that's... I don't think Angela Rayner does that. But all of it is just a stupid story that doesn't really need to be talked about. Um, I was saying that you can't judge her while ever there's pictures of Jacob Rees-Mogg lounging on the benches. <sighs> Fine figure of a man. And thank you very much to uh, a tweet that I received from Carl. Carl Thompson, who says, this is how the Mail on Sunday saw it, and he sent me that picture of Jacob Rees-Mogg with what I imagine are photoshopped stockings. Or Jacob Rees-Mogg went into Parliament on the weekend. I don't know, but um, there you go. I'll try and share that on social media. It's, a, it's an image that's put me off something. I don't know what, but it's put me off something. To the phones, hello. Afternoon, yo. Fella, how you going? <laughs> You're the old fella. I thought I'd just... you just give out all the traffic. I thought I'd just give you an up-to-date version because I've just come through most of this. Yeah. All right. A13 at Lodge Avenue. All right. Right? Yeah. You're, you're 406 leading down to the A13. Oh, dear. A13 going the other way into London. Oh, both ways. Traffic in Dagnum. Well, yeah. So... Just to let you know that that is the real traffic mm. up so, to date, because I'm, I'm in it right now. So if you, were, right? if you were to summarise it in one word, what would that word be? <laughs> ah, OK. <Yeah. laughs>
I was reading earlier on that Sajid Javid, um, the health secretary, is to appoint a an HRT czar amid shortages of the medication um, because there's supply chain issues and, and apparently it's not just the health department. Apparently this is more of an eco thing because if they don't find a way of controlling some of these hot flushes, it could increase climate change by up to one degree Celsius. I might have made that up, but then again, I might not have done. So we'll find out more about that story as we plow on. If Anita Warden ring my bell, Donna requesting that one which this is not gonna be like a main topic on the show but it does remind me because we've got the new baby little rory and that means you get a lot of stuff delivered don't get me wrong i'm very grateful that this is a great time to have a kid in the olden days i'm sure you had to go out and buy a lot of things whereas now we realize we don't have something get your phone out order it it arrives the next day so i know it's lazy and idle but it's the world we live in but it does mean sometimes we have a lot of things delivered and the uh, postman will ring the doorbell and we just can't because we're upstairs like two floors up and uh, uh, we're looking after the kid and it started to annoy the postman so much that he's leaving passive aggressive notes thanks royal mail for employing someone who does passive aggressive notes and one of the cards that was pushed through on the weekend said uh, tried to deliver your parcel but couldn't again exclamation mark <laughs> all right and then he said have you thought of buying a delivery box Oh, have you thought of minding your own business? So uh, it's nice. We've got a nice vibe going, which makes me think anything we get delivered in the future will probably go missing. But anyway, more on that story later. Um, this is what we actually wanted to talk about instead of having a go at posties. Trains. I'm doing all the classics today, aren't I? All the stuff that's been privatised. Um, the first refurbished Pendolino train has been returned to the rails in a journey from Manchester to London. Yes, they're back. The Pendolino Trail. I always thought it was a really weird name for a train, because it's risky, isn't it? All you need is a dyslexic vigilante mob. Um, they're going to go around and beat it up and film it. Um, but anyway, the entire fleet of 56 Pendolino trains has undergone a £117 million facelift. This includes more comfortable seats. All right, well, you don't really get a seat, but it's nice. Redesigned shops. What? Redesigned shops? I'm sorry, I thought this was a train, not a small village. Um, revamped toilets and new carpets. Now, the revamped toilets, yeah, that's the only thing that's important. The only, the only thing I need them to add to trains are toilet doors that don't open when you're in the middle of, you know. There, we must have the technology to make toilet doors not open when you're on a train. Because every other building that's got a toilet, those doors stay closed. The out toilet, back in the olden days, right? Those those doors stayed quite... Why is it that someone thought, I know what we'll do, we'll invent a, tra we'll invent a train, that if you are sitting down, and yeah, we'll have shops that sell you some out-of-date food, so you'll, you'll need the toilet. And then when you're on the toilet, there's always a chance that, due to the wiring, someone's going to press a button, and then, like a big reveal in a turbo lift in Star Trek. Hi. Sorry about this. Sorry, I'm just in the middle of... Sorry. No, I had the egg and cress sandwich. Sorry. It's a Why do they do... And then, even worse, that means after you've been indecently exposed in that particular way, you're stuck on a train for the next three hours with the same people. You can't get away from them. Then again, they won't recognise your face. That wouldn't have been where they were looking, would it? I remember ages ago, I once interviewed someone from uh, the Network Rail, and I was talking about 
like what what people want from trains and he was saying oh actually we provide a very good service and blah 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 and i said all people want is a seat and he went well we can't guarantee that <laughs> you're a train for crying out loud if you think about it it's bizarre that we stand up to travel literally cattle would not be put in those conditions but anyway at least the cattle don't have to worry about the toilet they can just go where they are whereas we with our bizarre societies and cultures try and find a quiet place to go to the toilet and they've designed a door that opens on you like a little trap john in Avely says enjoying the banter talking about the trains they need to employ more staff to keep the stations open wanstead shut again due to staffing issues i tell you i, I know what you mean i've all i've thought how do you get to work at wanstead station if it's closed because unless you live nearby like it's your your local station if you work if you live elsewhere in this country and you want to go and work at once the station you can't get there by the train ah i'm there for thinking anyway john says it doesn't stop the fares going up though this time of day surely they could have got someone there another sign of the times uh, never had that excuse years ago because they've not because they've not thought it through how can you get to a closed station you have to send some expedition. There must be someone who should be working on the uh, Woolwich Ferry who's available. Can we get them there? Can we get them there? We're looking into it. We've got an email from Martin who said, Steve, you said that the HRT shortage could lead to climate change because of all the hot flushes. Yes, we do. That's what, that was my theory. He says, could you let me know where these hot flushing women are? Because I'm really worried about my heating bill and one would be really handy around the house. Um, sure thing. We'll get in touch. We'll, uh, if they send me the details, we'll pass it on. We're making the world a better place on this show. I've got a text that says, uh, Steve, you would have to walk about 12 minutes to Snaresbrook when Wanstead closes. So I was saying, how, how can you get someone? If they close... This is like a trap. It's like a Chinese finger trap. If you close a train station due to staff shortage, how can you get staff to the train station to restaff it, to open it after staff shortage? Yeah. You'd have to walk for about 12 minutes from Snaresbrook. Well, no one's going to do that these days. What worker's willing to do that? This is not pre-Brexit. You can think about it. Also, not only talking about trains, but talking about train toilets. Because they've been, that's the only area of trains that need to be improved in terms of uh, my analysis. And Sandra gets in touch and says, Hi Steve, you made me laugh and remember an incident with my dad and the veteran society he belonged to. They went to France for one of the World War II anniversaries and visited a local town. A couple of men decided they needed to go to the loo and saw one of the modern self-contained units in the middle of the square. Being of the older generation and careful with their money, they tried the... I'll hold the door for the next person, ploy. Oh, I see. One in, one out. Pay for one and you all have a go. Nice. The second guy enters the toilet. The door closes, followed by manic shouting that he was getting wet. It turns out that the cubicle is completely washed down internally between clients. Oh, that's a phrase as well, isn't it? The only way he could get out was for one of his friends to put the required amount of francs in. Needless to say, that he was soaked, embarrassed and none too happy. Oh, malheureusement. I understand that the early toilets also had a time limit on them to stop antisocial behaviour. I'll let you work that one out, she says in brackets. Uh, and then the, uh, the, uh, the doors opened at the end of the allotted time. Sort of pay and display. Well, that's another mental image. Thank you for that. In the news today, HP Sauce will be renamed HM Sauce, and Heinz Salad Cream will be renamed Heinz Salad Queen to mark the Platinum Jubilee, according to the papers today. And I'm just not impressed. 
I think it'd be more fancy if it went the other way around. If the royal family renamed the Platinum Jubilee Splatinum Jubilee in honour of various condiments. Now you're talking. Also, we spotted this in the news. For those of us who like social media, you can track me down on Twitter, at Mr. Stephen Allen. Same thing for uh, Instagram, same username there. Same same username for TikTok. This is what I pass my time doing when I'm awake with a kid overnight. I've realised TikTok is just channel surfing, but you'll never run out of channels. So that wasted five hours of my life overnight. Um, but anyway, in the news we heard... And it's thought Twitter could be on the verge of sealing a deal with Elon Musk to buy the social media platform. Oh. He's offered £36.5 billion. Pounds. Ooh, I mean, you could just sign up for free, mate, but he's going to own it, which means I think I'm going to have to go through and delete some of the jokes about Elon Musk because he's going to own the thing. I'm going to get thrown off. I'll get banned from that as well. Hang on, set me a little search for... Uh, this one. His child's name looks like Teletext with weak signal. I better click on delete on that one. And this one. SpaceX sounds like a service to send your previous partner into space. Johnny Depp's the first customer. All right, let me delete that one. I'm just going to go through and delete my Elon Musk jokes. You keep, keep yourself busy. I think I might have found the best story we're going to deal with today. We've been getting through, you know, all the important ones. We've talked Elon Musk, HRT, uh, Angela Rayner's legs. We've been looking at those. Sorry, no, Boris Johnson was looking at those. We've been talking about them. Um, this is probably the best story because it's the least impactful. It's one of those pointless ones from tabloids. But sometimes they are just the ones that are right up our streets. You meow, kiss the bride. Already, it's good, isn't it? Is the story. A mum has married her cat to stop landlords forcing her to give up the pet. Eh? 49-year-old Deborah Hodge tied the knot with India, the name of the cat, in the park ceremony presided over by a legally ordained pal. The single mum was decked out in a tuxedo with India and gold lame meowing through the vows. Deborah said, and here's where we're getting to the meat of the dish here, Deborah said that landlords over the years had forced her to rehome two huskies and a cat and she was desperate to avoid uh, being separated from this pet. So, little recap, the same story in other words is someone rents a place, signs a contract that stipulates no pets, but wants pets. Does this many times and then thinks marrying the cat is gonna help? Stay, stay there. But it's not, is it? It's not legal. I would have noticed if they brought that, yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not legal. It's just someone who's pretended to marry a pet, a cat. What? Hey? I never understand this. You know, there are some people who they don't want to settle down with a bloke, and yet they love cats. And yet they'll moan about blokes doing things like, oh, you know, they, they dribble around the toilet seat and they don't cook. But you notice what a cat does. Anyway, my favourite thing about this is that at this uh, ceremony, her children, Deborah's children, weren't there. In the story, it said, as um, I pointed to it, uh, they weren't there. Uh, they think I've gone bat beep crazy. My kids weren't there. They think mummy has lost the plot. And I just have this mental image in my head of it. these poor children. At some point, imagine being in a situation where a cat is being a bit aloof. Because you know what cats are like. And you have to say to this cat that's trying to eat your food or sit in your chair, No, you're not my real dad. So in comparison, we're having a good life. Maybe we should just enjoy it. 
you've made it to the end of another podcast thank you for playing um all you need to do is subscribe you can get more of these for free and track me down on social media whichever platform you're on at mr stephen allen it's very strong chance that's me uh, me username till next time bye steve allen the appalling lead of tripe on time 107.5